Hello and welcome to an exciting finale episode of Cool Pods podcast series for the year 2021 brought to you by Cool Earth Connections. I'm your host Deepa Kulkarni wishing you all a very happy, healthy and prosperous new year as we march into a much more promising 2022 in sustainable solutions. And today I would love to welcome Dr. Sandeep Kulkarni who is here with me. Uh Dr. Kulkarni is the president of Cool Earth Connections, executive committee member at SPC, technical advisor at APR and vice president at Ubuntu. So welcome Dr. Kulkarni and uh, great to have you here. Thanks so much Deepa this is exciting to uh, to be here with you to uh, recap the uh, the achievements for the year for for uh, cool pods and also to look forward and to see where things might be going and um, all the great things that are going to be coming down the road in 2022 to so excited to um, to have this conversation with you and uh, looking forward to to a great podcast Thank you very much I'm excited uh, as well and uh, more importantly i'm looking to a much more promising 2022 and uh, bringing m- much better podcast and many more people that i would love to interview um so uh yes i would like to revisit uh, the trends the developments and the accomplishments uh that we highlighted uh, through mm-hmm. our cool pods podcast series Uh, in the year 2021 and kind of talk about what to expect you know in mm-hmm. 2022 right so uh, let's touch upon the key uh, global drivers for sustainable packaging in 2021 uh, and you know kind of address it one by one mm-hmm. so uh, to begin with you know we have noticed a considerable heightened consumer awareness regarding the impact of packaging waste especially uh in the use of single use uh in the field of single use plastics mm-hmm. uh you know we talked about this in different times in our podcast right and actually one of the other things is i think as we discussed in our podcast was um the whole uh, covid situation has has in, actually caused uh, an significant increase in the amount of packaging if you think of it every everyone is ordering more things online and getting things shipped to their home so the amount of packaging that's coming into a consumer's home is tremendous and i think uh, finally consumers are starting to realize that they have to do something with this packaging so so i think that's really increasing the awareness and, and also uh, visibility of packaging and the sustainability is becoming front and center for consumers and that's awesome and i think that's a very encouraging trend and uh, um you know once the consumer gets involved then mm-hmm. things really start moving uh, very rapidly yeah absolutely um, because you know consumer has the end say and right. um and i think what i have always believed is uh you know as a consumer uh, everybody wants to be like a participant uh, in in creating a um positive uh, impact on the environment in whatever way they can um right. so um i think this is a fantastic uh, trend and it's a fantastic development that's happening yes i agree definitely so these in turn uh, you know have pushed uh, 
for the rise in legislations and regulations um, in 2021. And we saw quite a few of these come out, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, so who or what have been the key, key players in this front? So um, actually, like you said, I mean, I think there's been a lot of activity on the regulations and, um, and legislation front. And uh, as you mentioned earlier, that uh, the consumer uh, is also starting to push for more uh, more uh, re- regulations so that they, they want to see more um, packaging get recycled or, or compost or whatever, uh, find the right end of life. So from that point of view, uh, there's a few things that have happened. One is the, uh, we've talked about in one of, in our earlier podcasts, is the, this um, single-use plastics directive that has been uh, it's been in the works for a few years, but finally, I think it's been uh, starting to be being implemented this year in Europe, and that's going to have a, a quite a large and, and extensive impact on the types of packaging that that can be sold or, or uh, used or produced. So things like um, let's say starters or or earbuds and all that, those are actually going to be banned. Then there are other products that are going to be li- uh, restricted or taxed. So that's going to have a tremendous impact on the type of packaging that uh, a a consumer products company can actually put out in the market. The second thing that's happening is things, there's something called extended producer responsibility. Right. Uh, And I think we talked about it in also in our, some of our podcasts. Podcasts, Yeah, we did. Um, So that is where the, uh, the, the regulatory body puts the onus on the, the, the person or the company that's putting out the packaging. So a company like Unilever, or Nestle, for instance, that's actually producing packaged goods, they are now responsible for for handling the the packaging at the end of its life. And then they have to pay into an organization called a producer responsibility organization, which uses that money to set up more recycling uh, systems or more composting systems and so on. So that's starting to really pick up steam. And especially in the US, I mean, if you think of it, the US has been typically been a few years behind. Exactly. I was just going to say that. Right. Yeah. And um, I think, uh, you know, the U.S. Plastic Pact. Mm-hmm. Right, right, exactly. So I think that's a thing like the uh, organizations like the U.S. Plastics Pact and all that are really now starting to drive more, um, I guess, more, more responsibility on the yeah. part of um, uh, large corporations. But just I think in the just this, this year, at least uh, uh, two different states passed extended producer responsibility I think I was, I was very happy to see that yeah I was absolutely. very happy because um, you know it's a start yeah exactly and more and more states will follow right right exactly I think it's starting to become a, a kind of a, a wave that I think it's, it's not yeah. going to be uh, can, yeah. cannot be stopped so. absolutely absolutely and um, uh, that's very that's really good to see that yeah so um in 2020, uh, you know, one started noticing a few major corporations just sort of getting their feet wet uh, into the world of sustainable solutions. Uh, you know, sort of a first step towards uh, imbibing sustainability goals into their mainstream objectives. Mm-hmm. So 2021 definitely saw a big jump in that. Many more corporations committing to these objectives. Um, do you think that was what, uh, you, you know, that's how it started? And uh, you think that's uh, that's very promising and you're probably going to see much more of this happening in 2022? 
Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, what companies are realizing is that uh, they they have commitments that they've made towards um, uh, 2025 and in some cases 2030. But those, uh, let's, let's uh, I mean, if you look at it, 2025 is not that far away. It's only about uh, maybe three years out three now. Three years out, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's not far away yeah, at all. Yeah, and that can, that can pass in a, in a blink of an eye. So to, in order to achieve those lofty or aggressive goals, companies really have to step up their efforts and, and work together. I think, again, you mentioned about the U.S. Plastics Pact or those type of organizations. I think that's where now companies are starting to come together and work collaboratively rather than uh, each company yes. doing its own thing. Yes, we saw uh, a lot of collaborations yes, as well. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think that's another very positive trend. And I think it's, uh, like you said, it's just going to keep uh, keep accelerating in the coming year. And I think I can foresee a lot more activity and a lot more yeah. uh, uh, feet on the ground type of work that's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. no, definitely. Um, I also feel that way. Um, I think these things are going to gain, gain really fast grounds mm-hmm. um, and um, uh, much more substantial goals are going to be met. Yes. Uh, you know, especially uh, for companies who, who have objectives uh, to be fulfilled by 2025, we're going to see a great push in this direction. Yeah, absolutely. So... Um, you know, we also discussed uh, sustainable packaging trends in our podcasts uh, in in last few podcasts of ours, right? Mm-hmm. In terms of uh, talking about trends uh, in packaging, uh, in terms of design for recycling becoming the forefront and center, um, you know, with recycling guidelines being recognized now more than ever, um, then companies like Nextloop and Nextdeck gaining crowns and emerging in the forefront of uh, recycling food grade polypropylene. So a lot of things happening, uh, and mm-hmm. a lot of accomplishment, you know, accomplishments in that way. Yes, absolutely. And again, I think it ties into the uh, to the goals that I, that we talked about earlier about companies having those goals. Let's say of hundred percent of their packaging being recyclable. And the only way that can happen is there are good uh, good guidelines, there are good uh, design guides for for uh, designing packaging so that it's it's fully recyclable. And I think that's where, as you said, it's becoming front and center, where companies are now starting with uh, with the right design, the right materials, and so on in mind, so that their packaging is is fully recyclable. Yeah, I think I think there is a more structure to uh, the goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, that the companies have, uh, you know, established for themselves. I think now it's uh, kind of becoming more concrete. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. In in that way, um, you know, there was a significant advancement in the switch from plastic to paper-based packaging as well. Uh, companies like Unilever, Nestle, etc., uh, they have successfully commercialized paper-based packaging. So is that some is that like something of a trend that you see more and more of these companies uh, adopting in 2022 and going forward? Yes, I think there is definitely going to be a lot of focus on that. I mean, obviously, it's not paper is not the answer for everything. I mean, there are products or uh, areas where paper may not be able to satisfy the the requirements for shelf life or the the, the protection that something needs. 
So there'll, there'll be a place for both paper and plastic packaging uh, in this um, uh, in this kind of a portfolio. But I think what companies are, are realizing is there are products where maybe they don't need plastic. And uh, like you said, Nestle, for instance, with their Smarties brand, they switch to uh, paper-based packaging. Right. Uh, ben & Jerry's with their ice cream. So there are areas where I think there's definitely going to be a push to to maybe switch from plastic to paper. And so it makes it more recyclable and uh, or compostable in some cases, yeah. right? So, so in the sense that they're, um, you know, companies are actually revisiting their products and how they make mm-hmm. their products and how they can reduce um, plastic in their packaging. What you know, maybe take out a layer here and there or things. Absolutely, like that. yeah. And uh, also, I think, like you said, they're they're revisiting their portfolio. So. Earlier, maybe they might be using plastic for everything, but now they're realizing that there might be certain products where it might be possible to use paper. Alternative solutions yeah, to it. Yeah, exactly. And not just paper, but other types of materials yeah, as exactly. well. So I think there's a lot more uh, focus on on um, on looking at it on a case-by-case basis and uh, making that decision, so, which is a great thing, I think, from a sustainability standpoint. That's, that's always a great thing. Yeah. Uh, another very, I mean, another... Newly emerging uh, field is composting, which is, uh, you know, suddenly it's picked up mm-hmm. or more so, um, uh, you know, uh, compostable packaging is gaining great impetus, um, getting more recognition. Uh, you know, companies like TIPA and uh, collaborations, uh, you know, that are happening like uh, collaboration of Mars and Danimers. Um, also, uh, RWDC Industries is showing so much promise in PHA polymers, uh, which is also emerging on top of the trend right now. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, I think we, you know, I've interviewed quite a few people uh, in in this field as well. Right. Uh, and um, I look forward to uh, you know having more people uh, in this field. I would love to interview. Uh, more people and I think um, uh, personally I'm also very excited about this uh, because I think composting is absolutely uh, the sure shot solution Um, you know it's like from nature to nature what can be better than that right right exactly and especially when it uh, is related to food waste I think that's one area where uh, we can uh, save a tremendous amount of greenhouse gas emissions by composting uh, food waste rather than uh, sending into the landfill and any packaging that helps with <clears throat> with increasing the uh, the access of food waste to uh, for com- composting is always a big plus so i think that's where a lot of focus is going to be happening in the coming years yeah well um yeah personally i am uh, really looking forward uh, to seeing what developments happen in this field because uh, um a lot of a lot of uh, news is coming about this uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we just, uh, you know, uh, the closed loop partners. Right. We also have an initiative uh, that just uh, came into play. Yes. So the closed loop partners, along with several large companies, have launched uh, what's called a composting consortium. Right. And the whole purpose of the consortium is to to increase um, uh, access to composting uh, composting for uh, for compostable packaging. Maybe investing in in infrastructure to to grow. Uh, composting in the U.S. and I think overall, uh, as I said, uh, increase availability of composting for food waste in particular. Right. Um, yes, uh, this is going to be inf- uh, 
field to watch out for. Yes, absolutely. Um, and uh, yep, we all are going to look forward to that. Um, so um, a big trend that we saw was in uh, in the packaging field was in cosmetics, uh, beauty, and personal care industry. For example, uh, the refillable deodorant from Dow was a big hit. Yeah, exactly. I think traditionally uh, the beauty industry has not uh, been considered kind of the uh, main focus for sustainability. But I think a lot of a lot of the big companies, L'Oreal, um, uh, Estee Lauder, and so on, are realizing that they uh, their packaging has to be designed for for uh, to be sustainable. And like you said, uh, ref- refillable, uh, reusable packaging is becoming a big. Uh, trend as well. I think Unilever has done a lot of work in the area of refillable uh, detergents and so on. So I think that's starting to become definitely become a big focus. Uh, yes, absolutely. Um, and um, you know, beauty is there to stay as right. long as uh, women, uh, you know, use beauty beauty products and uh, all these cosmetics and personal care products. Um, yes, I, I think. Um, yep. Uh, that's definitely uh, here to stay and um, the more progress we make um, in this field as Mm -hmm. you know in achieving sustainable goals uh, I think it'll be better exactly yeah so um, we highlighted unique groundbreaking technologies of companies like Crest Industries right whose uh, unique technology for uh, reducing air pollution uh, due to crop burning in India uh, has won them many laurel in 2021. Right, right. I mean, I think this is a perfect example of a a grassroots technology where um, they're solving a problem that would uh, would be adding to the environmental um, pollution. And they're, in fact, using the, the crop stubble to produce uh, particle, particle boards, boards uh, yeah, packaging, packaging, so furniture, for, yeah, yeah exactly. So it's a win-win situation. Yeah. So I think uh, you did a great job of uh, of interviewing uh, of Shubham, Shubham Singh, Singh, who's the CEO yes. of Crest, and I think there'll be more, 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 and more such uh, unique, uh, small-scale technologies which will really start growing. So I think uh, looking forward to having those as a part of the podcast. Absolutely. Um, and I, I, you know, I would like to take this opportunity to uh, remind anyone, um, you know, uh, who knows of such companies, I would love mm-hmm. to give them a platform uh, through my podcasts uh, and uh, bring them to the forefront. Um, because we as a humanity need uh, companies like uh, Crest, uh, you know, who are making a huge difference uh, 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 what I love about them yeah. is, uh, you know, they are helping the farmers mm-hmm. um, as well. Uh, it's like a win-win situation. They're helping the farmers. So the farmers, you know, have the um, advantage of uh, getting the cash and then investing it. Right. Right. Uh, and on the other hand, by reducing the stubble burning, uh, they are uh, making a huge impact in reducing the carbon emissions. Exactly. Uh, right. That's a fantastic example of a company, uh, you know, who does that. Yeah. So I would really like to encourage uh, any company um, to contact me at uh, Cool Earth Connections. Uh, and, uh, you know, you can subscribe there um, and um, I can get the email from, uh, right 
through the subscription. So mm -hmm. uh, please do that. I would love to uh, give you a platform there. Um, so yeah, and um, as you said, I really enjoyed doing that as well. Mm -hmm. uh, now coming to your personal goals. So how has 2021 been uh, in the uh, you know in in the satisfaction quotient for you? Um, I have uh, witnessed you working pretty hard. Uh, mm -hmm. But how has it uh, been personally uh, for you? So 20, 2021 has been a really great year because uh, personally I've uh, uh, had a chance to be involved in a lot of the uh, the developments that have been happening. We just talked about a, diff a few different things like design for recycling, composting and so on. So I've had the, the privilege and honor to be involved in several of those uh, activities and initiatives. So. On one hand, it's been a super busy year for me. As you said, I've been putting in some very long hours with little sleep and all that. But but on the I think on the big the one of the big pluses has been that I've uh, I've had the satisfaction of seeing a lot of these activities starting to come to fruition. So one of the, the major things that I've been involved in uh, or become involved in this year was, uh, as you said, I, I'm now a technical uh, consultant at the APR, the Association of Plastic Recyclers. And that's been a tremendously uh, positive thing for me because uh, I'm now in, uh, now involved with a couple of the major recognition programs that the APR has. So these are programs that provide recognition to companies that are designing packaging so that uh, they, they are recognized for doing the right things and making the packaging recyclable. So I'm driving two of these programs at the APR. And again, I get to see on a day-to-day -day basis how uh, changes in packaging are helping make a dent. Um, in, in recyclability. The second one uh, 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 area where I think our uh, initiative that I've been involved in for a few uh, for a few years now is the Next Gen Cup Challenge uh, with closed loop partners and a variety of companies like Starbucks and McDonald's, um, Coca-Cola and so on. And again, that's been uh, tremendously satisfying because now we are starting to see some of the new uh, technology, cup technologies that have we've been working on for several years now starting to really i think make a dent and hopefully be introduced into the market soon that must be very gratifying yes it is i mean it's been a long road but i think it's really been uh, very uh, very um, enriching and rewarding uh, also it's it's a very it's very rewarding to see that more and more uh, parts of the country are now taking uh, cups accepting cups in their curbside recycling so instead of cups now ending up in the landfill uh, more and more uh, cities and municipalities are now taking them for recycling. Uh, just the city of Atlanta, which is where we live in, uh, started doing that. So that's, again, very gratifying that uh, everything we're doing is helping to, to make that difference. And finally, the one, uh, I think, uh, another um, initiative I'm very excited about is, I'm as you mentioned, I'm uh, uh, vice president for plastics and packaging at a startup called Ubuntu. It's an environmental uh, solutions platform. And through that, again, we are helping drive uh, innovative uh, technologies uh, and uh, connect them with, with large companies like uh, Clorox or, or Pepsi and so on. So again, it gives me a lot of satisfaction to, to use my expertise to identify those companies, make those connections and provide the, the, the know-how to, uh, to corporations so they can utilize those technologies. So, Looking forward to great things again this year from uh, from Ubuntu as well because I think there's a lot of momentum that's happening there, and then of course uh, uh, not the least of all is being part of these podcasts. I mean, I, I tremendously enjoyed uh, our conversations. I think we've we've uh, really brought some very unique and 
exciting uh, knowledge technologies to to uh, our listeners so uh, thanks for for uh, starting this this uh, initiative and thanks for having me as a part of that so looking forward to many more uh, podcasts uh, as this year goes by absolutely and as every year goes by and as every uh, podcast that i do my passion just grows more and more um and i want to make a difference um and it it is just through these podcasts that i feel uh, i'm making a difference um and that is very very personally very gratifying and like i said very rewarding mm-hmm. um and um i am absolutely excited to have many more podcasts uh, coming up uh, in 2022 and addressing many more issues um and uh, interviewing um many people and bringing many more com- companies on the forefront uh you know that need a platform like mine yes um, but thank you very much uh, 2021 has been absolutely a great year uh, as far as podcasts uh, have been and uh, more importantly as far as uh, sustainability uh, you know goals that have been reached uh, um, overall uh, and the strides that have been made uh, yes you know uh, it feels great to know uh, that uh, the future generation uh, is at least uh, going to have their task made a little easier Right. Uh, by whatever is happening now and whatever we are able to do uh, uh today uh you know going forward right. as well um so so yes um and uh yeah looking forward to 2022 uh with great enthusiasm um and um a uh, lot more to a uh, lot more expectations actually mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Um so thank you though thank you for being here and uh, I have enjoyed as well I've yes, enjoyed this our conversation yes uh, and uh, it's it's been great and this year is going to be even greater and even better yeah absolutely i think uh, looking forward so to so all the best to you and your achievements and accomplishments thank you and same to and, you and uh, thank you um so thank you for uh, being here with us through 2021 um and uh, listening to my podcasts uh, uh very humbled and uh, very uh, thankful uh that uh, you get to hear uh different interviews th- uh, through different uh, experts uh, in the field of sustainability packaging recycling um and um look please look forward to uh, a brand new 2022 uh with many more ex- exciting podcasts from cool earth connections uh we are on twitter and we are on instagram and we will be forging ahead uh, much more in in both these platforms as well uh and um bringing you m- many new things uh so here is wishing you a very happy healthy prosperous 2022 from cool earth connections thank you and god bless happy new year to all our listeners